So, Fordiumbox.com here. So, we're going to be reacting to an article called Four Tactics a Software Engineer Used to Go from $200,000 in Student Loan Debt to a Millionaire by 29, which I think is pretty awesome to see. So, let's get right into it. So, for Kadarius C.J. McGlone, reaching a certain level of financial security is like having a really good pair of headphones. It blocks out the noise of everyday distractions, bills, debt, work, and lets him focus on the ideas that he wants to bring to life. I felt like financial freedom was the only way that I could ever be myself, the software engineer told Insider. If I can achieve financial freedom, I know that I can be undistracted when trying to contribute my best skills to the world. And the thing is, that would make perfect sense, right? So, for example, let's just say that you are owning your own business, but you don't end up making riskier choices because you have a lot of bills to pay, right? So your business is basically stagnant. Basically, it's just staying at the same level every single month, year after year, because you have so many bills to pay that you can't necessarily risk anything because if it dips down at all, you're basically screwed. Your business is basically screwed and you're no longer in the green, right? But let's say that you eliminated basically the majority of all of your recurring bills every single month. Well, now you free up a lot of responsibilities. So now you can actually go harder. You can make riskier choices that could potentially provide you that extra oomph to basically grow your business to end up basically potentially making way more money because now you are not tied or chained on your decisions right so it makes perfect sense so he grew up in memphis tennessee in a military family and became a millionaire last year oh by the way this works not just if you have a business but also if you're like working a nine-to-five job and you have a lot of bills to pay. This also means that, you know, if you want to go travel, you can't do that because you have so many bills that you've got to pay. So the same concept ends up working. So he is now financially independent at the age of 29 and can focus his attention on his true passion, technology, and innovation, particularly in the decentralized finance space or cryptocurrency. So the goal is to get myself to a point where I can build my business and innovate and create things. I've got inventions in my attic right now, he said. But McLone's wealth building path wasn't linear. Upon graduating, he had about $80,000 in student loan debt. That is huge. And after he married his wife, their combined student loan debt became two hundred grand. Ugh. Ugh, good. Like that is so hard to see because like two hundred grand is not a small amount of money, right? Like the way to really think about that, depending on the state that you live in, that's a very nice house. Like understand that they basically got into a very decent house in debt, but hopefully. Well, I mean, he's a software engineer, but hopefully combined, they make a good amount of money. So, however, because of a few 
key strategic choices, McLuhan was able to go from a negative net worth to a $1 million net worth in just five years. That is amazing. Basically meaning he actually pretty much made $1.2 million plus dollars within five years. That's nuts. So I delayed almost all gratification during my early 20s, he said. This was not magic by any means, and it does take sacrifice to achieve many of these things. Number one, he job hopped to increase his income. See, a lot of people don't actually know this, but depending on your career field, simply changing your job can actually boost your income. So McLone's first job out of college came with a salary and a sign-on bonus equaling $75,000 a year. With some consulting work he was doing on the side, he made an additional $30,000 that first year. But nine months into that job, he realized he needed to leave and make more somewhere else because he didn't negotiate well enough and he wanted to tackle his debt more. Now, the cool thing about this, right, is that from basically everything within this article already, you can pretty much see that he takes ownership of basically everything in his life, right? Meaning, he was like, hey, I screwed up. I didn't negotiate well enough to get a higher pay. So what I have to do is go find another job that actually pays more so that I could get more of what I want done through my own actions. I love that. So while still working his side gig, he procured an Army Corps of Engineers contract and quickly realized government contracts were a great way to stay at the top of his earning potential. So on that first contract, he earned $85,000 a year or so later, he moved to a Department of Defense contract and made just under $100,000. So I just kept jumping so I could stay at the max earning for my skill set, he explained. So to increase his income even more, he'd work other side jobs. I started just saying, I want to take as many opportunities as I can and learn as much as I can, he said. During this time, he also honed his skill set and grew his professional network at an accelerated pace by working so much, which helped him eventually start his own business, Hey Software! Exclamation point. Number two, he lived below his means while paying down debt. This is so important, and a lot of people cannot follow this simple rule, right? And it's so sad to see. Because no matter who you are, if you end up listening to this or watching this, if it's not you, you know someone who lives this way, right? Where you see someone who probably makes super good money, right? And you're thinking like, oh man, this dude, like this dude or this chick is doing so well, right? But then they keep complaining about money, right? You're like, hey, why the hell are you struggling with money when you're making so much money? Well, this is the reason. Because they can't live below their means. And this is where you could get someone making 200 k a year. 
living paycheck to paycheck. This is where you could get someone who's making a million dollars a year living paycheck to paycheck or where they're basically not even living paycheck to paycheck. They're basically living off of debt. So in these first few years, McLone made every effort to save as much money as he could. And as his income increased, he put all of that extra money towards savings and lived as frugally as possible. We minimized expenses and lived under our means extremely. He said, we literally only ate peanut butter sandwiches the whole time. I love that. By the way, I mean, just saying, you shouldn't be knocking peanut butter sandwiches because peanut butter sandwiches are amazing with some milk. So to some, this could feel extreme, but to McLone, there was an end goal that felt worth it. I grasped onto that thought of financial freedom, and that's what really kept me in it. His wife's salary covered most day-to-day expenses, bills, food, and other basic necessities, which allowed McLone to allocate 100% of his income to growing their wealth. So basically, what you could pretty much say, they basically lived on one income for a two-person household and just funneled every single darn dollar into their debt and growing their wealth. That is awesome. So for occasional entertainment, he took advantage of free days at local museums and attractions like a free zoo day in the city. That is so cool. And also that kind of sounds like a pretty awesome date night. So after a year and a half of living that way, McLone realized he had saved about 200 grand. That's awesome. It was a terrible moment where I was like, wow, I have $200,000 saved and I have $200,000 of debt. He said, I made the crazy decision to go to $0 in total savings and pay it all off. Number three, he learned how to invest in the stock market. So after paying his debts, McLone turned his attention towards building long-term wealth. He went back to a heads-down work ethic and began to grow his savings again. My original strategy to get the stability of financial freedom was to pay off a house, he said. I thought if I can pay off $200,000 of loans, maybe I can get a house paid off relatively fast. So about three years ago, McLone purchased a home with a down payment, and after that, he began saving up again and accumulated about five hundred grand he was going to use it to pay off his mortgage then the pandemic happened and the stock market crashed so with stock prices extremely low mclone chose to put nearly all the money he saved into the stock market instead he used online resources to learn all he could about investing and chose to buy stocks and companies where he saw the value they brought to the world and understood their importance in their industry honestly if I was in the same position as him with that massive amount of cash pile, like between deciding, putting all that money into paying off the house or putting it into investment, I personally probably would actually put that into the investment, especially if I saw that the market crashed so heavily and I just had 500 grand sitting around. Definitely, definitely I'll put that into the market. So when the market inevitably pulls back sometimes, it allows you to be confident that it must go back up, he said. So when the market rebounded a few months later, he made impressive returns from his pandemic purchases. However, he's not looking for overnight success. Most of my portfolio, about 80%, I plan to hold forever, he said. 
and 20% I allocate to high-risk, high-return opportunities. And look, there's nothing wrong with that type of allocation. Number four, he makes passive income. So within a year of purchasing their primary residence, the couple also invested in a rental property. Dad saved enough for a second down payment from the work and frugal lifestyles and purchased a turnkey home in a nice part of Memphis. And McLone chose to put down 35% instead of the traditional 20% to maximize his profits. We just got a house that we'd want to rent. We would want to rent if we were renting, he said. Now, here's the thing, right? Personally, I think it's a lot better to, if you have the funds, to actually just pay off a rental property in cash. Because you could have just pure cash flow coming in every single month. And really, at minimum, I'd like someone to be like 50% if they were to take a loan on it. But I wouldn't want anyone to actually take out a loan for a rental property. I'm just saying like minimum, right? Just because you want a lot of cash flow coming in. That's the main purpose of a rental property. Massive amounts of cash flow. And you never really know. Like You don't want to be... You don't want the margin so low on a rental property to where if you have a bad tenant, you're basically screwed, right? Like you don't want to be in that situation. So the house was leased out almost immediately. And afterward, they invested in a property manager to handle the day-to-day responsibilities of being a landlord. So McLone said that paying someone else to manage the property is worth it to keep the investments as hands-off as possible. And even after paying the mortgage and manager, they still net around $12,000 a year from the home. He also earns another passive $11,000 a year from dividend payouts, mostly from his lower risk investments. So I love this whole article. I agree basically with nearly every single thing that this person says. Just a little, you know, side tangents on some things. But either way, feel free to give your thoughts if you stumble upon this. But this is the importance of living below your means, increasing your shovel or your cash flow so that you have more opportunities to grow your net worth. So if you want to learn how to get out of debt, master your money, so that you have more opportunities for you after building a very strong financial foundation, go to 14bucks.com to learn how to get out of debt. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, Go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.